anxiety and panic is not an intellectual exercise. It's a physical reaction. So of course we have to meet the physical with the physical. Like you can't yeah. talk you can't your just, way out of your yeah. anxiety. You can't think your way out of a panic attack. It's like now I'm trying to treat it differently and like really feel like, okay, where is it in my body? And, and actually just be okay to sit still, even though it's so uncomfortable and just let it be like and feel it and be like what is it trying to show me (laughs) I don't want to do that I just don't want to do it but I'm like no I sit and try and breathe and just breathe it into it and feel where it is my body and literally put my hand there and like soothe myself and talk to my inner child and it has really been changing it's really been affecting like how long those anxious feelings last rather than kind of pushing it away or like distracting myself with something else now I'm not drinking as well I feel like since I've been sober, I'm able to actually feel my feelings. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't happen straight away, but I'm getting much better at accepting the feelings and that I need to feel them in order to heal. It's so true. Someone said, I think it might have been Glennon Doyle, like when you're sober, you never feel just fine again. You feel like these really big highs and you feel everything because there's no like sticking aid. There's no sort of taking the edge off. You know what I'm really interested in, Millie, is I think we get to a point in our lives or even in our motherhood journeys when we're ready to do that deeper work that you're talking to, connecting with what happened to us when we were younger. But I think my experience and with clients actually is that we only get to that point when we're ready and we can't force that timeline. And I was wondering, what was it, do you think, that helped you? First step is getting sober. Second step is diving into that. What was it that enabled you in the rest of your life to go there? I think I've been on my own wellness and self-development journey for the last few years. It has been gradually building over time. And then the sobriety was like the missing piece. I was like, everything's not connecting. You know, I'm doing all this like stuff, but I still don't really feel good. And why is my anxiety still so bad? But I'm doing my meditation. I'm doing this and do that. But like, I wasn't doing any of it with the right intention. I was also doing it all to like tick a box and not properly connecting with a lot of those wellness practices. And actually since being sober, it's like I've actually been able to understand the purpose of doing the meditation or the breath work or the yoga and actually just feel it properly like in my body rather than just being like checklist okay tick I've done that and feeling like I was doing all the right things but without actually being mindful I feel like the sobriety was like the missing piece and I've been able to really reconnect with myself and figure out who I am and connecting to my core values and actually I've never even really thought about what they are before. I'm a coach so I'm always coaching on values like coaches are obsessed with values but I tell you what, it's just the biggest privilege to work with someone. And I'd never thought about it before I did training and to think about what actually matters to me, especially in motherhood, I think, where I don't know if you experience this, particularly as you're in the public eye, there's so much noise. And if you don't know yes. what matters to you, really, I think you get lost quite quickly. You can do. Yeah, I think and those things do change. The things that matter to you change. I've never been through such a big change as becoming a mother. It's really changed who I am. And I mean, I think back to the girl I was in my 20s, I feel like a completely different person. So I'm trying to get to know who I am now and leave the previous versions of me behind. Not to like shut the door on them and not hold love and space for them, but this is my journey. And, you know, I really 
hardly recognize the girl I was 10 years ago. I feel exactly the same. You know, there's a word for it, which I'm really passionate about sharing. Have you heard it? it's called matrescence? No, I haven't heard it. Oh, I love that yeah, so word. Yes, it's just like adolescence, you know, when you go from being a teen to an adult and it's a process where you figure out what matters to me now, who am I now? Everything changes, your body changes, your relationships change, your hormones changes. It's just the same. And it's meant to actually be like a bumpy time. It's meant to be a time when you question everything. It's just that we don't tell mothers about it in the West. So we always think there's something wrong with us. Oh, interesting. It's fascinating, isn't it? So what is important to you now when you think about tapping into those values? What's important to me now? Time with family. My family more than ever, I've really felt in the last year, even like a real kind of yearning to get to know my parents more on like a deeper level and spend more time with them, more like quality time, just time spent with family, time spent in nature, travel. I do feel really passionately about wellness and through sharing my wellness journey and my sobriety journey, I really care about helping people. And I know that's what you do, but the way it makes me feel when I get messages from other mums or other people on Instagram and they say that something I've posted about has really changed their mindset and really helped them, whether it's to do with sobriety or mental health or just motherhood, that really like stays with me and that makes me feel really good. I really care about being kind to people and I really care about the platform that I'm really lucky to work on and having that chance to connect with all my followers and try to use it in a positive way, you know, be a positive place for people. Yeah. And I think you do an incredible job at that. And I think, you know, it's so important, isn't it? Particularly when people judge their insides by other people's outsides, like it would be really easy for someone to look at your outsides and think, well, she doesn't feel how I feel. So then when you have the courage to say, actually, I feel this on the inside, it's just so freeing. I found it incredibly freeing being open on my platform and going through that progression since I guess when I was pregnant with Sienna was when I first started sharing more about how I was feeling and it's kind of just stemmed from there and it's very freeing suddenly being like no my life isn't perfect I I don't feel great all the time and actually I feel like shit and this is going on and and then other people are going oh don't worry me too I have exact same thing and you're like oh thank god it's not just me that's it isn't it They call it self-silencing in the feminist literature, which is basically like, if we don't know that other people are going through it, what women tend to do is blame ourselves. And I know that's what I did in early motherhood. I was like, I must just be not cut out for this because everyone else on Instagram seems to be having a wonderful old time. And I am here like sobbing in my pajamas, trying to breastfeed. I did a lot of sobbing in my pajamas. (laughs) Breastfeeding and crying, yeah, went hand in hand for me. It was just a whole mess. Same. With my second, I just barely did it. And I did that completely guilt-free and it transformed, honestly, it transformed that second matrescence for me. It was amazing. What are you learning to take the pressure off yourself with? Not being such a perfectionist. I think in motherhood, I'm really learning. The more you put pressure on, for example, say you're planning like a family holiday and you have this picture-perfect idea of how you want it to go and how you want it to be, and you get there and obviously the kids are screaming, the weather's shit, like the whole thing is just stressful. And then you're literally like feeling awful. Why have we done this? Like if you just have that attitude, it just makes everything feel so much harder. And the pressure actually kind of makes it almost like it's almost like guaranteed to not go to plan. 
So I'm having to let go of my like kind of perfectionism, go with the flow more. What's coming up around that? Because this is something that I saw in myself and in tons of clients that I work with is it can be really hard to do that, to actually learn. Because I think it's about self-trust, isn't it? I think for me, if I think I can control everything ahead of time, that then I'll be able to handle the situation. It takes a lot of self-trust and confidence to be like, I'm just going to know that whatever happens, however shit the weather is and however much the kids scream, and if we miss the flight and someone's sick, I'm going to be able to handle that. So true. It's that trust and like letting go a bit of the control. And like I'm learning that as I go. It's not easy all the time because that's still second nature to me. Like I still want to go there. I do feel that motherhood is making me a better person. And I also feel that through becoming a parent and having the privilege of parenting my children and being able to be there for them, it's actually quite cathartic and healing for me because I feel that I can give them love in the way that I felt like I didn't have enough of like really physical love like really showing them I was very loved as a child and I don't want to take away anything from my parents who were amazing people but they weren't maybe that physical with their like expressions of love and maybe didn't say it and express it as much as I do now to my children and I like tell them all the time and I we are a very cuddly family and my children I'm not forcing that on them they're very affectionate as well and they want the cuddles and you know I just constantly tell them how much I love them and I find it is actually quite healing for me but I've also realized I have to give myself that love as well it's both isn't it I think that's what I've realized it's also teaching me that I need to reparent myself so it's kind of both both ways but thinking of myself as it does help that I see Sienna and me look very similar so sometimes I look at Sienna and it's literally like I'm looking at my younger self And I have to recognise also sometimes when I want to lash out, that's like my inner toddler coming out. I'm Lauren and I'm Nicole and if you enjoy this show you will love our podcast self-care club every week we trial a different form of self-care and report back on the results we've tried everything from cuddle therapy setting boundaries laughter yoga and many more two friends who rarely agree on anything testing out the world of self-care so you don't have to we've even written a book dedicated to self-care practices that cost you nothing you can listen to self-care club wherever you get your podcasts or to purchase our book search have you tried this on amazon